advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on 89.3 FM WMKV. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate, the nation's public radio source for the best real estate advice and information. And yes, we are going to have a full program this evening, despite the fact that we are, of course, in the middle of our mini fun drive here at WMKV. And listeners, I need you to pay close attention to what I'm about to say. Bowie Properties, which is a company that I actually have something to do with, has made a $1,000 challenge grant to WMKV. But here's the deal. I'm not coughing up the money unless you appreciate the show. So here's what has to happen. You need to call us here at WMKV during this hour. It won't be on the regular phone line. It will be on the pledge line, which is 841-9898 if you're here in the greater Cincinnati area, or 877-772-9658. You can make a pledge of any amount, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, do it monthly on your credit card. We don't care, but it's got to reach $1,000 from all listeners before the end of the program. If y'all can come up with 1000 bucks, I'll come up with another 1000 and Real Life Real Estate will be safe at least until September when the next fund drive comes along. Many of you have taken great advantage of Real Life Real Estate and all of its podcasts and have really used it to build your own financial future or do what you're doing better. Let's let's show some appreciation here to WMKV for keeping this strange little program on the air for so, so long. 8419898 or 8777729658 are the numbers to call to pledge. Please, even if you can only put 10 bucks on your credit card, let's do it. We need to uh we need to help support all the stuff that goes on around here to keep this thing running. I mean, you don't think these podcasts go up online all by themselves, do you? You don't think I know how to do it, do you? Cuz I don't. That's done by the station. And of course, there's all this equipment, and you know we don't we don't want the air conditioning turned off again in the middle of summer. That would be really bad. So please call and make a pledge in appreciation of WMKV and all that you've learned on real life real estate by calling eight four one nine eight nine eight in the Greater Cincinnati area or calling eight seven 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 two nine six five eight in the next hour. We will track what's going on here, and uh, hopefully, I will have to spend. A thousand bucks at the end of the hour. I would, I would. Nothing would make me happier than to have to write a check as I leave here. Eight four one nine eight nine eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight. My guest today is Christopher McClatchy, who has a resume like you would not believe. Not only is he a successful real estate investor in Central Florida, he is also an attorney and a licensed real estate agent. He's the owner of Real Wealth Publishing, oh gosh, in about five different LLCs for uh, different real estate 
ventures that he is into. He's been featured on CBS Radio as well as, of course, here on Real Life Real Estate Investing. Joining us by phone is Christopher McClatchy. Chris, welcome to Real Life Real Estate. Thank you, Vina. I really appreciate you having me and uh, appreciate all you do. And in fact, I'd like to get your little fundraiser kicked off by donating the first $100. Woohoo! We're not we're we're ten percent of the way there. Thank you so much, Chris. Yeah, when we when we get done here, I'll just have Mike put you on hold and he can forge you over to the pledge, folks. That's wonderful. I really appreciate that. Um, now, Chris, uh, you're actually coming to Cincinnati tomorrow uh, to speak at the Cincinnati RIA meeting, and your topic is kind of interesting. Uh, it's called "Quick Turn for the Long Term." What in the world does that mean? <laughs> You know, Vina, it's it's kind of funny because us as investors, we tend to pigeonhole ourselves or, you know, pick a niche, you know, as a wholesaler or a rehabber, landlord, you know, tax deed person, et cetera. But, you know, and I, I started to think about that a little bit, and I started to realize that any successful investor can have kind of a main focus, but they better be educated or need to be educated in a lot of the different, you know, uh, aspects of real estate investing. And what I found myself doing is actually utilizing kind of the wholesale and rehab methods to further my, you know, primary focus of being a landlord and owning long-term rentals to facilitate that. So it, the, the topic is really kind of quick turn for the long term because really you're utilizing quick turn techniques to gain long-term assets, uh, and there's some specific techniques that you know we'll discuss tomorrow night at uh, Cincinnati RIA. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right about folks pigeonholing themselves, especially newer investors, tend to get very excited by the whole idea of the of the cash, you know, that comes from the wholesaling and the retailing, and you know they they look at that and they say, "Gosh, that would solve a lot of problems for me, right? It would, be, it would pay off my credit card debt. I'd have a nest egg. I could, you know, put some money away. I could have the lifestyle." And I often have to tell people, even though you know, I I of course myself do both of those things and teach people to wholesale. I I often have to say to people, "Now wait a minute. Let's let's look at the big picture here." Wholesaling and retailing, the short-term strategies, can make you an awful lot of money, but they don't make you wealthy. <laughs> what makes you wealthy is the passive income and the and the hard assets, and you really ought to be thinking right up front about how can I set some of this money aside to pay off my existing rentals or to maybe buy some rentals for cash or leverage some rentals, because there will come a day when you don't want to wholesale or retail anymore. You're absolutely right, Vina, and you know, It's funny you say that because a lot of times people get into real estate investing to kind of get out of their job or to, you know, create an additional income. And what I have seen is that most of the newer investors like yourself, they tend to get into wholesaling and to rehabbing because it's it's kind of it's it's not easy to do, but it's it's definitely creates some instant income. But what I have found is that down the road, even though in addition to not building the long-term wealth, you are basically just exchanging your 9-to-5 job for another job, and that job is wholesaling or retailing. So you're kind of putting yourself, you're you're making a lateral move, not necessarily a move, you know, up the ladder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very true. Now, um, Chris, you've been in this business a while now. 
Uh, and, and again, you know, you have you have you have an attorney's license. It's not like you had no other way to <laughs> to, to generate income. But um, what what was it that, that kind of got you started in the real estate investment business? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's funny because the more I talk about this, the more I find out, you know, we have all similar turning points in our life. And, and you know, here I was, uh, and, you know, on the crux of my legal career, and I had, you know, worked hard, got a great education, you know, was following kind of that, that old school, you know, formula of good education plus hard work equals success. And, you know, really bought into that. In fact, you know, went all the way through law school. And when I got out of law school, I passed the bar, and I was hired for my first attorney position. I was hired for $24,000 a year. And I said to myself, I worked very hard to get a great education. I worked very hard, you know, to, to become an attorney and to work in that business and I'm doing it for $24,000 a year. Now, as I, you know, progressed in the legal profession, you know, obviously I made more and more money. However, what I found is as I was making more and more money, I was also giving up more and more of my life and my time. And it got, it was a turning point on a Sunday morning, and I happened to flip on an infomercial, and it caught my eye, and we've all seen, you know, the, the infomercials. And it just started to get me to think a little bit differently. I watched that infomercial five Sundays in a row, Vina, <laughs> and finally my my wife said, "Will you just buy the program so I don't have to watch that infomercial anymore?" And uh, I bought the program, and it really was a, a great program from the sense that it taught me to think differently about real estate. You know, most new investors or most new uh, people going out to buy a house think you go out, you hire a realtor, they look through the MLS, you go get financing, you know, from a bank, and voila, you're a homeowner. But, you know, these programs were, were excellent in the sense that it kind of taught me to think differently and outside the box. And as I was giving up more and more of my life to, uh, to the legal profession, I knew that I wanted a way out and real estate provided me with that way out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, what I what I what I know about um other other attorneys who've made that shift and and who've especially been in the beginning stages of their legal career is that the hours are just grueling. I mean, yeah, no one has time to get started in real estate if you ask them, but I mean, you know, 70, 80 hours a week, how how did you how, did you just like walk in one day and say I quit and 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 take a flyer on the whole real estate thing or was no. it was it more of a was it more of a transition? And 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 I guess the really important question is how did you manage it? You know, it's uh, you know, it was it's important to understand that it, I did it over time. I built a real estate portfolio on the side over time. And one of the, the things I talk about regularly, Vina, is that you have to have systems in place. You have to have um, some sort of automation in place because when you work in 70 and 80 hours a week and you have to have 2,200 hours in billable hours you know, to the firm, you really don't have much time. So what I did is I created a few systems so that I could run this business, you know, on my breaks and on my lunch hour. And, you know, I collected rents on 
the weekends and, and after hours. And it really was a difficult, you know, first year or two to develop these these techniques and these systems. But once they were put into place, you know, they, they kind of took care of themselves automatically. And anybody can, can do that if you have, you know, the right processes in, in place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we, will, we will get to those processes. I want to give folks our uh, question line today it's seven seven two nine six five eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight if you have any questions for Chris and uh, also uh, you can send us an email at askvina at gmail.com we are also remember remember asking that you call the station on the pledge line at eight four one nine eight nine eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight and uh, make a pledge for real life real estate investing it goes to help keep the station operating and we've got a thousand dollar challenge grant on the table of which uh chris was nice enough to knock a hundred bucks off right away but we got a ways to go here if you can if y'all can uh, come up with a thousand dollars on your side we're gonna match it with another thousand dollars over here that number is eight four one nine eight nine eight in the greater cincinnati area or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight you can send us questions at askvina at gmail.com. Um, now, Chris, you, you, you have said several times now, automation systems, you know, w- w- what language are you speaking here? What, what, is it, what is it that you mean by that? Well, again, you know, it, it's, systems can be anything. It's just a really, you take a look at what needs to be accomplished and the process by which you're trying to accomplish it. You know, for example, you know, my first system was a very simplistic system. It was that I ran my real estate business from a uh, pager. And, you know, when I first started, cell phones were not as prevalent as they are today, Vina. And, you know, although I had one, it was really a work-use-only cell phone. So I had to figure out a, a, a way to be able to take calls, to take, you know, emergencies uh, without going through, you know, interrupting my, my day job and without, you know, going through a super huge expense. So what I did is I received a pager. I found a couple of individuals that did, you know, some handy work, and I created a system where I could make calls, again, on my break, on my lunch hour, and you know, through the use uh, of the pager system. Again, it doesn't have to be a complicated uh, process. It doesn't have to be a uh, technology-filled process. It can be a very simplistic process, but a process that works for what you're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think the encouraging thing that's coming out of what you're saying here is that for all those folks out there who are struggling to make the transition from the day job to the full-time real estate investor, it is in fact possible. The thing that maybe they don't want to hear is there's some, there's a period there where there's some sacrifice and there's some time spent that you'd probably rather be spending kicking back and relaxing. Uh, but but it, it's worth it, I assume. I mean, looking back, absolutely. <laughs> You know, absolutely it is because, you know, here was, you know, my scenario, Vina. You know, I was, I have two daughters, and we were dropping them off at, uh, you know, daycare, you know, at 
7 a.m., and they weren't getting picked up till 6 o'clock at night. And what we found was is our basically the daycare was raising our daughters because by the time we got home, we fed you know them dinner, it was time for them to go to bed. And, you know, it was really challenging because they were so young. And that was, that's a motivating factor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so, so full-time plus job and two kids. <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and so when you're talking about no time, you know, no, we had no money as well. You know, we decided to make a sacrifice, you know, for the first, you know, year to eight months. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, uh, Chris, you still there? I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, no. we're, we're okay. We're we're going to take a quick break because we're having a little trouble with your phone there, and we may need to call you back or have you call us back. So we'll just we'll just we'll just do some other stuff for a couple of minutes, and we will be right back. If you have a question for Chris McClatchy, seven seven two nine six five eight or eight seven 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 two nine six five eight, askvina at gmail dot com. We'll be back after this. Support for WMKV comes from the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati, a nonprofit educational association with programs available for real estate investors at all levels of experience. RIA meets on the first and third Thursdays of every month. More information about RIA and their meetings is available at 859 292 7342. If you love music, you'll love WMKV's evening lineup tonight. At 8 p.m. after Mystery Playhouse, it's Hit Parade Highlights. At 9 o'clock tonight, Don't Miss In Concert. And at 10 p.m., Barbershop Harmony. Followed at 11 p.m. by Music Till Midnight. Your favorites are right here every day on 89.3 FM, WMKV, the way radio was and is meant to be. Program support on WMKV comes from the Manor House Restaurant. Located on the campus of Maple Knoll Village, the Manor House offers lunch and dinner, as well as Sunday brunch and weekend buffets. Private party rooms are also available. Information and reservations at 513-782-4300. That's 513-782-4300. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. Got two things going on simultaneously here. We've got a great guest, Christopher McClatchy, who's telling us a couple of things, how to get started in the real estate business, even when you have other obligations, just as all of us do. And also we've got our, he's talking about a quick turn for the long term. We've also got our little mini fun drive going on here. Well, we're trying to get you, the listeners of Real Life Real Estate Investing, to pledge a grand total of $1,000 over the course of the next half an hour so that we can get a matching grant for another $1,000 for the station here. And uh, it's important because uh, you know it costs money to operate a radio station. You just can't even imagine how much. And obviously, you know, we come here every week and we don't sell you stuff and... 
you don't get a lot of hype and you don't hear all that stuff you hear on webinars about here's the here's the two things that I'm going to tell you out of 10 and pay me $3,000 and I'll tell you the rest. You get the whole story here on Real Life Real Estate. So if you appreciate that, please call us at 841-9898 or 877-772-9658. Seriously, folks, even a pledge of 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks would go a long, long way. And we got to hit that thousand before the end of the program so that we can actually get 2000 because there is a challenge grant on the table. And, uh, with that, I'm going to trust that you're all going to call, and we're going to go back to our program here. Um, Chris, we kind of we kind of lost you in mid sentence there, <laughs> right before the break, and uh, we were we were talking about uh, some of your systems, uh, some of the simple ones that you set up at the beginning. Um, are, are systems in your mind different than automation? Yeah, Bina, it's um, you know basically. We were in work in 70 to 80 hours a week, and we were really trying to figure out a way to, you know, grab our lives back and, and grab our, you know, our children and raise our children. Yeah, I think we're losing him again. Interesting. I mean, if you can hear me, it's this flag line. Uh. Um, yeah, Chris, we can we can barely hear you. We're getting we're getting some knocking on the phone. If if you've got, is is, is the problem our phone or his phone? Uh, it could be on your it, it's interfering on the pledge line. Oh, you're hearing. Okay, you're hearing some overlap. Okay, um, let's. Uh, how are we going to figure out how to fix this? Well, we can't have people call in. Okay. Okay. All right. So what what we're going to have to do is just have people call the pledge line. If they want to ask questions, they have to do it via askvina at gmail.com. Is that the deal? Okay. All right. Well, uh, hopefully, Chris, that will solve the problem. Uh, you want to, you, can, can you hear me? I can hear you. I hear a, a buzzing or a busy signal tone. Ah, we got we got lines crossed is what's happening. Yeah, this this happens sometimes on live radio, and it's always a lot of fun because you're sitting here trying to figure out how to entertain the audience <laughs> while <laughs> while the, the guests can't hear you and they can't hear them. Um, Any if <laughs> we're we're yeah. we're pulling in the big guns here, and he's apparently over. He's apparently hearing the pledge line, and he's hearing like a busy signal on his end. So. And the dial on. tone is on, and it, yeah. if you can hear me, I'll keep talking. You just, um, okay. I'll, I'll just keep so, talking. I have no I problem doing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, j- just keep talking about automation until George, George is out there busily trying to, I don't know, cross wires or something or uncross wires to get this uh, get this straightened out. So, yeah, automation. Here we go. All right, great. Now we're Now we're good. Good. So... Yeah, you know, like I, I said, and, you know, I was working 70 to 80 hours a week, and, you know, we were dropping our children off, you know, at 7 a.m., picking them up at 6, and somebody else was raising our children, and, you know, that was one thing I just, I, I didn't want to do. So we made a, a, a conscious decision to, you know, take about a year and, you know, automate and make some sacrifices and, and, and take care of, uh, the things we needed to take care of so that we could grab our life back. And and that was one of the things that we did. And in our first, you know, year, uh, you know, I think we we had 14 rentals. <gasps> and within our first five years, we had 29. So, you know, we, 
we really made a conscious effort and and really created a real estate portfolio to to bring us you know out of our jobs and kind of into our lives and and our children were really the motivating factor you know this isn't an 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 easy business it can be an easy business but you know you have to still work hard at it in order to be successful mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of what we did and we put some processes in place and and you know we're we're the better for it so mm-hmm. we're we're actually very excited to uh to, to share some of that tomorrow night. Well, what what are some examples of some of this automation that you've used in your business? Sure. One of the things, you know, automation is really about time, saving people time and having it done automatically. And one of the examples I tell is that, you know, for a long time, I would take the bills in, I would write the checks out, you know, I would log them into a, our money software program and you know, take the deposits to the bank, and it just, it, it took up a lot of time. So we, we stepped back and we analyzed how much time it was uh, taking. We did kind of a cost analysis of what, you know, I could be making doing other things, and we started a, a process whereby the bills came to a central location. We put them into a certain file. We had a... Uh, uh, hired a bookkeeper to come in to do the bills and, you know, write the checks out and enter them into QuickBooks. Now, that may sound expensive to to your new investors, but it actually saved me money, Vina, and I'll tell you why. It saved me money on two fronts. One, I didn't have to take the time to do it myself, uh, and I could be out doing other money-making activities in its place mm-hmm. and, in fact, did that. The second reason it saved me money is I don't have an accounting background. I don't have uh, a bookkeeping background. So it was taking me more and more time to do these tasks. The bookkeeper did it in less time. She did it in an, a proper accounting method, which in turn cost me less with my accountant at the end of the year. You know, she charged uh, a nominal rate for the bookkeeping and it really ended up saving me money. One of the other aspects of our bookkeeping that, you know, uh, took place as far as automation is, you know, we were driving to and from the bank, you know, on a regular basis with rent checks and deposits and, and, and payment of mortgages and things. Well, I did a little research, and I found a bank that actually comes to our office to pick up the deposits. No more running back and forth. You know, they they come to our office, and again, so it saves me time. Our bookkeeping and banking process now runs automatically whether I'm there or not to write the checks, and it's really saved a a huge amount of time, but more importantly, it saves us a a lot of money and effort that we we are now placing towards other parts of our business. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, great examples. Uh, fo- folks who have not run a business, I mean, and if you have two rental properties, you have a business, uh, maybe don't realize just sheerly how much time balancing checkbooks and writing checks and opening up the invoices and all that kind of stuff takes. I, it, 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 you know, I, there, there was a point in time when I was spending 40 hours a month on bookkeeping. And, and, and it would, by the way, be more time now because <laughs> my business has gotten even more complicated. And the day I, the day I, I really figured that out, 
I, I, I kind of went, all right, so a bookkeeper who could do most of this is like 12, 13 bucks an hour, and the 40 hours that I'm spending doing it could easily be another wholesale deal or another rental property purchase. I'm insane to be doing this. Plus, I hate it. So, 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 so why? Yeah. So, so that's, that's a great example. And I, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's other ones too. I mean, there's so many, uh, software solutions now. And, 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 uh, we had a show about a month and a half ago about virtual assistants who can take phone calls and, and, and program and update websites and so on that, uh, you know, if you're, if you're, if your excuse for not doing the real estate thing is I just don't have the time, find out how other people can spend the time on everything except the stuff that actually makes you money buying the deals and selling the deals. Um, so uh, you you had mentioned earlier that uh, real, this real estate business does require work, but I think you also said it's an easy business. That was kind of an interesting juxtaposition. Like it's it's an easy business, <laughs> but it requires work. Um, what what do you mean easy? Tell, tell me how to make it easy. Well, again, it's about processes and, and it's about time savers and and what I mean by easy is if you employ uh, the right strategies and you employ the right, you know, team building, um, you know, pe- the people around you, you build the right team, you, you have people that you can go and ask questions to, you have the people that have answers that maybe you don't have, uh, it, it, it is really an easy business once you have everything in place. And a great example of that is, you know, one of the things I'm going to show tomorrow night, you know, for new investors without a lot of time and a lot of money, uh, there is a, a way that you can not only generate leads, but capture leads. There's a big distinction between lead generation and lead capture. And for the new investor, what I'm going to show is how to actually do that for free. And, you know, there's a lot of paid sites out there where you can you know, capture leads and, and do kind of a, a, a campaign, an email campaign, or, or keep in constant contact with people. But what I'm going to show is how you can capture those leads and keep them in a centralized location so that you can contact people over and over and over again. And once the systems like that particular one are in place, you know, the, the processes for selling a house become easier. The processes for buying a house become easier. Once you get into the business and have these processes set up, the leads and the houses almost come to you. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it takes some work up front, which is why I said it, it does take some work. But once you have those processes in place, once you have the right team members in place, once you have the right systems in place, the business actually becomes easier uh, as you go along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, w- and once you've set up a process, it's set up forever. I, it, may, it may take you time on the front end to, to set something up like this, but once it's there, it, it keeps saving you time forever and ever. And it, that's, that's such a hard thing for people to grasp. They, they say, my gosh, I'm already working 40 hours a week, plus I'm spending 20 on my real estate business, and I know I've got to focus on finding the deals and finding the financing and finding the seller, the buyers. I have no idea how I'm going to find the time to do this as well. And the answer is, if you'll take a little time and do it, then you have more time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, one of the, you know, the, the biggest things that I try and uh, you know, convey... Vina, 
is there's a lot of people out there that teach, you know, how to wholesale. There's a lot of people out there that teach how to do, you know, tax deeds and foreclosures. And and really, to me, the how is is kind of uh, an ABC approach. You know, there, there are certain ways to do things. But really what people have to focus on, in my opinion, Vina, is not the how, but the why. Why are you doing this business? Why are you getting involved? What is the motivating factor that causes you to want something better? And if that why is strong enough, it's going to motivate you. It's going to get that fire burning, and it's going to you know, get you over any hurdles you may encounter you know, when you, early on in this business. And, and things like, you know, I want more money or I, you know, want more time, those are kind of generic-wise, and, and they're not really going to motivate you after that initial fire burns. It has to be, I want to take my children to school every day. I want to pick them up. I want to be the, the only dad at the, uh, you know, field trip for the kids. I, I don't want, you know, mom to have to work. They have to be specific goal-oriented wise. And if they have a strong why, Vina, you know, you can accomplish anything. You know, you can walk into a bookstore and see, you know, a hundred different books on how to do real estate. You can, you know, go to any seminar and, and learn how to do real estate. But if that why isn't strong enough, you know, it doesn't matter whether you know how or not, because if you're not, if you don't have a strong enough why, you're not going to do the how. And that's what I really try to stress to these new investors. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's a very interesting statement because I mean you know ev- everyone who has ever been on the board of a real estate association, which I know you have been, you've you've been on the board of uh, CFRI down in Orlando, or who has ever taught investors, which I know you also do, knows that there is a very high percentage of people who get a lot of education and never do anything with it. I mean, I, I, I would not I would not hesitate to guess that 80 percent of the people in any given seminar, if they've never done a deal, they're not going to do one. And it's not because the information's not there. God knows we've, <laughs> we've probably got more information out there <laughs> than, <laughs> than anybody should ever have. Uh, and it's, yeah. you know, and it's not that there's something wrong with their brains and it's not that, you know, that it's not their resources because, gosh, in this market, you can buy properties with no money every day of the week. Do, do you think that maybe the problem with that 80% is either they don't have a good why or they haven't really sat down and thought about it? Absolutely. You know, and it's it's just, you know, I, I liken it to the, you know, New Year's resolutions, you know, Vina, how many people make, you know, New Year's resolutions that they want to lose weight, they're going to get in shape, they're going to, you know, be better financially on January 1st. You know, and by January 15th, you know, the, the resolutions and the diets and everything, they're shot. And it's because they don't have that strong enough, you know, reason. They haven't planned it out. I even don't like uh, the word goal. I like the word, you know, plan. Because what is your plan? When you say the word plan, it invokes a process like, how am I going to accomplish this plan? People with generic goals tend to forget those goals pretty easily. You know, my burning desire, you know, and I tell the story a lot, Vina, is that, you know, my father, uh, we're originally from Cincinnati. I know I reside in the Orlando area now, but, you know, I grew up on the west side of Cincinnati, and, you know, my father put uh, five 
children through private school education on his, and he only had a high school education and I'm very proud of what opportunities he provided to to me and my brothers and sisters but my challenge is is that I never got to see him he was always working two and three jobs in order to do that and that was really one of the things I didn't want to happen to to my family or to my daughters and when I was in the litigation I saw it happening I saw the hours I was putting in and the 60 70 80 hour weeks I was putting in and never being home and at that point I just said enough so that was my turning point that was my why and if people can have a specific why they can accomplish anything because again I believe that the you know the how I don't want to say is easy, but the how is a step-by-step approach that you can figure out if you have the desire to to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I notice that sometimes sometimes the people who seem to have the biggest advantages coming into this business, you know, they got great credits, they got a great job, they're totally Fannie Mae qualified, they got cash in the bank, are sometimes actually the least motivated and don't <laughs> don't really. <laughs> Don't really do it, you know. You 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 watch me. You go, gosh, I wish I was Fannie Mae qualified. <laughs> and, and 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 they know the deals are out there. And they have the education. And they don't do it. And uh, you know, maybe maybe there's not a big enough why because they're not desperate enough. Sometimes the folks who do best in this business are the ones who get laid off. <laughs> they've got they've got yeah. n- nothing else to fall back on, and they just they have to make it work. So it does. You know, I always tell this uh, this story, Vina, and I'll tell it again tomorrow night, and, but for your listeners you know, who aren't there, it really doesn't matter what your why is. You know, I talk about family and my, my, my children and things, but I have a guy, you know, I run a group down in uh, a, a county group of CFRI in, in uh, Brevard County, Florida, and we have a guy down there, his name is Bruce, his why is that he just wants to surf the great surfing capitals of the world. And what he will do is he will come, rehab a house, take the profits from that house, and then disappear for a few months because he'll go to Costa Rica, to Argentina, to Hawaii, to surf until the money runs out. When the money runs out, he we know it runs out because he shows back up at the meetings, finds another rehab deal from a wholesaler, you know, move in, rehab it, and then he's gone for another couple months. But that's his why. Everybody's why is different. But, you know, as long as it's something you truly believe in or you truly want, it, you know, it, again, you can make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a, a not so much a question here from askbean at gmail.com as a comment. Uh, this is from Nita in Alabama. She says, thank you so much for discussing the importance of the why. I never hear anyone talk about that, and you're absolutely right. It is so crucial. So, yes, thank you for your comment, Nita, and, and yes, it is crucial. Um, now, Chris, you you are investing in real estate in a fairly challenging market, Florida, I mean, you know, we in Cincinnati, we say, oh, the house prices have dropped. Yeah, Florida's got like a 50% vacancy rate in its new condos because it was so overbuilt. And you want to you talk about yeah. a, a crash in both prices and rents. 
uh, <clears throat> it's been it's been a whole lot worse uh, for you guys down there than it has in a lot of the country, and yet you're still kind of generating like successful deal after successful deal. Uh, talk talk about what it is that you are doing that has allowed you to to not only survive this but thrive in it. Well, you know, again, it's 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 all about win win situations for you know the sellers and the buyers. And one of the things, I know that's sometimes an overused term, but really what we're doing is we're, tr- we're attempting and succeeding in attempting to get the, the sellers what they need and to, you know, get what we need out of the deal by doing things a little more creatively. And, you know, for example, you know, the, the seller may need a certain price. We can give them a certain price as long as they agree to certain terms on that price. One of the techniques that we use, uh, Vina, is we don't give a single offer. You know, a lot of people in today's um, market kind of feel cornered. They, they don't feel like they have a lot of choices because of, of the certain situations. And when we as investors can come in and give them a choice of an offer, it kind of opens them up a little bit to to possibilities and ideas. And, you know, a great example I give is we had a lady who was um, looking to sell her house. She had a tenant uh, in the property on a lease option. So, you know, the option had been recorded or affidavit of option had been recorded. So she couldn't sell the house outright. She came to us because she just wanted out of the deal but she needed a certain number uh, for her house. What we did is we made her three offers. We made her an all-cash offer. We made her a, uh, a, a, a no-cash-down offer, meaning an all-owner financing, and we made a middle-of-the-road offer. But the way we did it is we structured it so that all the payments were made to the principal of, of, the, of the purchase price. So that it worked for us too. It's a minimal cash flow for us, but we are gaining uh, equity in the property so quickly because the owner financing is at zero percent. That you know, in three years, when the balloon comes due, we'll own that you know basically free and clear uh, or a minimal payoff. So that it works for us down the road as a long-term investment. It worked for her up front in getting rid of the property and everybody kind of wins. So we like to give people choices. We like to you know, do deals that are creative, that are kind of outside uh, the normal uh, you know, purchaser's you know, realm of expertise. And we really like to uh, make sure that we give them a positive experience because I'm sure, as you know, Vina, you know, the, the price, it's priceless to have a referral um, you know, given to you because you made somebody else's deal, you know, go through. You know, when they refer you to, to their friends and their family, that you can't put a price on that advertising, and that's how we're, we're succeeding right now. We're making good situations uh, for the sellers and the buyers, and we're getting constant referrals because of that. And to me, that's what it's all about. Well, and let me, let me guess that, that you make that offer a lot more often than it's accepted. What do you mean by that, Vina? Uh, that that, that, that you, you make offers sometimes and people say no. 
That won't work. That won't work for me. <laughs> and and it and it and it apparently hasn't killed you. So we can yeah. we can we can get we can get that fear out of the out of the way because I I just know there's folks listening to us thinking, oh man, I'm not I would I wouldn't know how to do that offer and then I'd be afraid that somebody would would like say no. Yeah, they say no. They say no a lot. But the important thing is sometimes they say yes, and then you get a deal like the one Chris just described. So. Yeah, you know, you you got to be out there making offers, and you know, I know, I know, personally, a lot of former real estate investors in the state of Florida who stepped out of the market when it crashed, yes. which is exactly the worst time to step yes. out. Absolutely, and you know, just to you know, you mentioned something being about new investors not wanting, um, you know, to not fearing not knowing how to make that offer. Just this week. I had a uh, a lady call me um, who, you know, I've spoken to uh, on a number of occasions. She's a newer investor. And when I say newer, she's been in this business less than a year. And she called me because she received a referral. There is a gentleman who owns 15 free and clear rental properties in the Orlando area, and he is waiting on a lung transplant. And he does not believe that he has much longer to live. So he is trying to dispose of the property so that his wife doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. She was, you know, she recognized the opportunity. But more importantly, she recognized that she didn't have the experience to pull that off herself without the help of others. And I talked earlier about, you know, getting a team in place, getting people you can ask questions to. I happen to be one of the people that she came to to ask how to do this, you know, deal or to, you know, role play on, on the possibilities of how this deal may go down. And she has an opportunity to, to garner 15 properties with owner financing on them by one little bit of advertising and recognizing that she needed some help and she had her team in place and was able to, uh, you know, to, to potentially pull that off. And she's a new investor. So get that fear out of there. As long as you have people you, you know, can talk to or you can ask, any, any investor can pull any deal off, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and, and real estate investors, for the most part, are some of the nicest people out there. And no one's going to get angry at a new investor for coming up and saying, listen, I, I could use some advice on this. As a matter of fact... Um, a lot of the, a lot of the folks have been around for a while. You can't shut them up. You ask, you ask them for advice, and they're like, "All right, well, let me tell you 19 different ways that you could do this deal." <laughs> and yet, yet, yeah, I, I I go to I go to RIA meetings as you do, and see uh, new investors hanging around in the background, afraid to talk to anyone because you know they I don't have anything. They they don't they you know they don't want to talk to me because I'm inexperienced. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I feel like you're talking to me, Vina, because I kept her on the phone for about an hour, <laughs> you know, trying to help her on this deal. But uh, she's probably saying, "All right, I, I understand." But uh, no, it is. I agree with you. You know, some of the the investors, you know, most of the investors that I've met, you know, especially the more experienced ones, love talking to the newbies because it reminds us of you know where we were and the, and the help we were seeking. You know, when we were in that position, and most people don't realize that, you know, we were in that position at one point in time, too, and, and we all have to start somewhere. It's just taking that first step that's really important. Mm-hmm. Very true. And, Chris, you are going to be the 
main speaker at tomorrow night's Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati meeting. Your topic is how to generate quick turn cash while growing long term assets. And you're going to cover a lot of stuff. You're going to talk about wraparound mortgages and subject twos and joint ventures and wholesaling and land trusts and how basically not to get locked into a niche that uh, is going to limit you to either cash or the long-term cash flow that really doesn't start happening big time until you pay off your properties. So we definitely want to invite everybody to come out to that meeting. The early meeting, by the way, is with Jim Shapiro. Uh, He's talking about intro to property management. Uh, So he's going to talk more about the long-term stuff. And uh, that meeting is at the usual place, which is uh, Jordan Crossing at the corner of uh, Reading Road. And uh, actually, it's really on on Langdon Farm, but corner corner of Reading and Langdon Farm. Starts at 6 o'clock for the early meeting and at 7.30 for Chris's meeting. And we do appreciate you coming down here and enlightening us all tomorrow night. Chris? Oh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, like I said, I'm originally from Cincinnati. It's always good to come home. And and I really appreciate, you know, Cincinnati Rhea for having me. Appreciate you uh, having me on the show today. And and I'm really looking forward to uh, to tomorrow night's meeting. It should be fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, we will see you there. And listeners, where are you? You need to give us a call on our pledge line at 841-9898 or 877-772-9658. Now, Bob is going to, we had one caller uh, in addition to your guest, Chris, and uh, we're trying to get in touch with him to see what the amount is. But Bob is going to throw in for the first five people to pledge right now at five at the $100 level during your show, a $50 gift card to Home Depot so they can work oh. on their house. How about that? Awesome. You couldn't, could not have picked a better, a better kind of nationwide bonus there, folks. So uh, if, you, if you heard that, uh, you probably need to call us up and give us a pledge of $100 at 841-9898 or 877-772-9658. We're trying to reach 1000 bucks. We got like three minutes left to do it here. Um, and, and, and it, so there's five of these. Five Home Depot gift cards. $50 Home Depot cards for the $100 during your time. So basically, I pledge 100 bucks and I get a $50 Home Depot yeah. card, which I'm going to use instantly because I'm a real estate investor. You get drywall? You can paint. get anything at Home Depot. You get those little light bulb things that wrap around. I don't know. There's energy things. Wow, are you not a rehabber? <laughs> These, <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not thinking about light bulbs. They're thinking about paint. They're thinking about you know drywall and. But only the first five. Only the first five. So yeah, give us a call. You, you've got literally like three minutes left here, folks. So so for a hundred dollar pledge, which you can put on your credit card. You get to support real life real estate. You get to keep it on the air. Keep getting all the great information that uh, you get every week here on Real Life Real Estate. Plus, you get a $50 Home Depot gift certificate. So it's like, you know, net to you, 50 bucks. 841-9898 or 877-772-9658. Remember, we do 52 shows a year here on Real Life Real Estate Investing. And um, every single one of them, I know you're learning something. And I know some of you are listening on the podcasts. And uh and you know those cost money. The the programming here costs money. You know, I, I of course make a million dollars a year for 